0: all right and we are back this is part two of our live fight companion for ufc fight night uh i'm passive j my partner big dalton's off taking a leak he'll be back with us momentarily uh while i'm doing this let me go ahead and send him an invite all right the invite to my co-host is out So we will just sit here and hang out for a little while. Hey, the juicer. I see you've already managed to make it back into the part two of the fight companion. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We got lots more ahead of us. It's probably at least another three or four hours of the show. Um, At the moment, Ryan is off shaking the dew off the lily. He's draining the main vein. Uh, He's seen somebody about a horse. Actually, realistically speaking, he's just trying to make his bladder flatter. And that's every euthanism I, have, I can think of for someone going to take a leak.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. I see you we're filling up nicely in the chat box. We will be resuming our fight companion shortly, right after Dalton gets back from the background. They're in between fights at the moment. Apparently they're doing uh, stuff about Harris. Uh, I really wish that, I mean, I realize there's a market for it and there's an audience for it, but I really hate seeing the parts about his stepdaughter. That was just such a horrible fucking thing. Uh, and being the softy that I am, it bothers me a lot whenever I see it. How about you, Ryan? You you have trouble watching these uh, parts with Harris and stepdaughter?
2: Yeah, like I understand it's an important story and everything, but goddamn, I do not want to be beat over the head with this one.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, and don't get me wrong, it's not that I'm not empathetic about it. It's just it bothers me. I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's it's a sad situation, and I don't like being sad and stuff like that. Does does it to
2: me so. I don't well, know. Well, and it's also so you can understand obviously why they're doing it, right? Like, right. It is a pretty relevant story. Like us, we obviously follow this. Like we heard of all this stuff like while it was happening. Right, right. But obviously, when you get the casuals that come in and look at it, like that's another thing. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah. No. And then, interestingly and that's... enough, like the announcers are talking about it right now. Like Paul Felder like, "God damn, like, now it's rough." Yeah, he looks
0: like Felder looks like he's about to cry or something. Uh, uh, yeah, it is rough. And I can understand that. Uh, like any other sport, the management wants people to get to know their fighters as people so they can make connections with them. Uh, at, at least for me, the better I know a fighter, the more I enjoy watching them fight one way or another. Uh, that's why I was a big fan of the ultimate fighter series. Cause you got to know these people, uh, now that you might not like these people after you get to know them, but you still want to watch them fight. If nothing else, you want, you want to see if someone else will beat them up or not. Uh, but for the most part, like I like knowing who, what my fighters are like as people. Cause it, it makes me want to root for them. I, I like being emotionally invest, invested in the fights. They become more meaningful to me.
2: Well, like you see it, right? Like we were all pretty much glued to the Matt Brown fight. After talking through four, four straight fights of people we've never heard of.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, Matt Brown, I was a big fan of him from Tough because that's why I learned that he was just a bad motherfucker. You know, uh, he wasn't being fake. He wasn't putting out this persona. That's who the fuck he was.
2: <laughs> that was an interesting season because you had a lot of guys on there talking about Brad Brown. Like, God damn, like, this is just a different fucking dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did he, he won that season, didn't he?
2: No. No, he didn't. Fuck, who the fuck won that? Which season was that? Let's see. Um, I'm going to have to Google that one. Uh, he fighter. was Ultimate Fighter, Rampage versus Forest. Oh, yeah. yeah he lost to Amir Sadala. He was one wow. it. Oh, wow. I remember that now. Whatever happened to that guy?
0: He thought, I looked like he was going to have a good career, but I don't think he fought for more than three or four or five fights
2: in the UFC before he was done. No, he had he had several fights in the UFC. Right. He was 6 and 5. The problem was is he just wasn't that great. He went uh-huh. out. So that was the that was the season that uh that was the season that Jesse Taylor got removed from the final, right? Oh yeah. That guy was a fucking beast on that show, man. Yeah, so that was the season where so Amir beat CB Dalloway um in the in like the semifinals. Taylor went to the finals. Taylor got kicked off from acting like a douchebag. CB Dalloway got back into the final, lost to Sadala again. That is so crazy. And then, then Sadala, well, like you said, he had fights in the UFC, but he never really did all that much. Seemed well, like a no. nice guy so, though. So his first, well, this is the thing, right? Like his first fight in the UFC after the finale was Johnny Hendricks. They <laughs> <So> got <laughs> shit kicked out of him there. Then yeah. he came back with two wins over Phil Baroni and Brad Blackburn. Then they fed him to Dong Hyung Kim. So he got fucked up there. Dong is hungry. <laughs> come out, won another two fights. Then they threw him in there with Bang Lu- Ban Ludwig. Hmm. So, yeah, Bang Ludwig beat the shit out of him. And oh, it actually went the full distance. I thought he was probably going to get knocked out. Another one win. And then he goes in there against Dan Hardy and then Akiyama. He did not have good matchmaking. No, uh, not even a little bit. They
0: threw him to the deep end right away. Excuse me, I need to chew up a heartburn pill. That what, sounds uh, fucking wonderful. It, it, it's a chewable. <laughs> um, but I'm, gonna get, I'm sorry, I'm getting away from the mic so you guys can't hear me
2: chew. So thinking about that, was he was he possibly like the least successful Ultimate Fighter winner? Ooh, that's a good one. Let's look that up. I think a quick Google search Oh, all... uh, I guess there were several in here that weren't great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, category ultimate fighter winners. Hmm. Gosh, this is, this does not show all of them, obviously. Uh,
2: yeah, so I found at least a, a top 10 list. Uh, okay. I mean, we can talk through some of these. Um, so this site uh, called thesportster.com apparently did an article on the worst 10 winner. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> so at number 10, they have Court McGee. Huh. Yeah, uh, he's a decent fighter. He's had a UFC record of five and three after the show. Um, number nine, they have James Wilkes. Who had a record of two and two after the finale. Yeah, I, I don't even recognize him, dude. <laughs> number eight, Amir Sadala. So we just talked about him. Uh, number seven, Kendall Grove. Hmm. But a record of six and six after the show. God, there's this, mother, this motherfucking
0: website has all of them listed, but it wants me to fucking join up. Goddamn fucking people. Yeah, screw
2: that. Yeah, ah. Um... I don't know if I'd put Grove that far down. He wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, he did win, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, see,
0: though, this one only does, like, I found one that only that only did uh, the first 12 seasons, like the worst to yeah. the best of them. So go ahead. What was the next one? Uh, next one's Jonathan Brookins. Yeah, I like
2: Brookins. I thought he was a cool dude, but yeah, he didn't do shit after the Ultimate Fighter, did he? No, he had a record of two and three yep. after the show. Uh, number he... five, they had mm-hmm. Mac Danzig. Oh, the other guy that, you know what? I
0: liked him. I, I shouldn't like him because he didn't really have a good attitude, but there's something about that guy I dug on.
2: Well, he pretty much went into the show knowing he was going to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's been but a couple after, cases like that. Yeah, so after the show, he had a record of five and eight. Um, number mm. four, Colton Smith. Oh, God, yeah. He was shit after cool. the show. <laughs> he was, uh, one and three. Wow, shit. Uh, number three, As it's he, sad uh, to this... see this one. Uh, number three, they have uh, Joe Stevenson. Yeah, God, now that you think about it, he did never really fulfilled his potential, did he? I mean, he had 16 fights, went eight and eight. So, I mean, it's not terrible, terrible, but yeah, he never really, he never did a ton. BJ Penn nearly fucking killed him. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm looking at a different list
0: here of like the top 12, uh, best, uh, ultimate fighter winners from, you know,
2: from worst to best. Um, you want me to, you want me to go into that or you, do you want Yeah, to go push? ahead? This, I don't know if I like this list. Number two, they had a frame Escudero and number one of the worst. They had Travis Luter. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Now this, this is the 18
0: that they listed. Uh, and at 18 is Travis Luter. Um, <laughs> But then again, in 17, some of them are going to be the same. 17 is Jonathan Brookens. So the bottom part, top part of this list is probably quite similar to the list that you have. Uh, 16, Court McGee. 15, James Wilkes. Uh, 14, Efron Escadaro. 13, Amir. Thank you. 13, Amir. Uh, 12, Kendrill Grove. But now we're getting to more interesting ones. 11 was Ross Peterson. Uh, Pearson or Peter? Pearson. Ross Pearson. Pearson. Yeah, the the British dude. I liked him. Well, he was basically just a puncher. Yeah. It was just a brawler. Yeah, he was never great. Yep. Yeah. Uh the number ten is Nate Diaz. I kind of thought he'd be score higher, but yeah, he's never actually won gold, so I guess that's. Uh, oh, so this is
2: going from like worst to best. <coughs>
0: yes, that's why I said okay. the, the first. The first part I of this was. One...
2: What the fuck is Nate Diaz doing there?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Now he's number ten. So moving from worst to best, Uh number nine would be Roy Nelson. Yeah. These uh, all these guys I'm going to name now obviously had decent uh, UFC careers.
2: I would put Nate over Roy Nelson.
0: Yeah, but these guys have Joe Joe Stevenson at eight. I would put Nate Diaz above both of them. Yeah, and Mac Mac, Diaz, Mac Danzig at seven. I'd still put Nate over him. Uh, yeah, six would be Mister Michael Bisbing, which is probably a good spot for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, so, that one he for not being the most talented guy. Like he he had a hell of a career. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Uh, he
0: was no one expected him to win the the middleweight championship, and he proved them all wrong. Uh, number five, Ryan Bader. Um, that's weird. Uh, because he's had a lot more success outside of the UFC than in the UFC. I think. Uh, so I'm not sure why they'd put him there. Number four is Diego Sanchez. Uh, he has had a hell of a career. I just wish you would stop. <laughs> to, to give you guys a, an idea of how old this list is, though, now the, the last thing about Sanchez it was it saying that he'll meet Matt Hughes at one thirty 130, UFC one thirty five in September. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, we're only
2: 100 UFCs behind. Yeah, number three, Matt Serra. See, that's... Well, he's got to be up there just because of the St. Pierre fight.
0: Right, right. Anybody who earns a title, even if it's by kind of a fluke, uh, deserves to be up there. Uh, Number two is Forrest Griffin. And as far as they're concerned, the most successful person to ever do a season of The Ultimate Fighter is Rashad Evans.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Especially yeah. given the time period.
0: Yeah, yep. That's uh, that's another guy that I think uh, injuries held back quite a bit. Uh, I think he would have had a lot better and longer career if he wasn't so plagued by getting hurt.
2: Yeah, I don't know. No, oh, you don't think so? You think he probably pretty much peaked? Yeah, I think we probably got some of the best out of him. Yep, yep, yep. I always liked the dude. Uh, yeah, he was a little cocky
0: at sometimes, but for overall, he seemed like a nice guy.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm not going to take that away from it. Yeah, so looking at that list, obviously that is a very old list. Yeah, I do apologize didn't realize it's that old. (laughs) Yeah, some of the other guys that you'd probably definitely say are top ten, obviously shortly after that list would have been Tony Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Yep. um, Kevin Gastelum. Yep, who got
0: busted again for marijuana. Jesus Christ, when are we going to stop uh, prosecuting people for that stupid bullshit? It's legal almost fucking everywhere now. Well, not everywhere, but in lots of places, and no one can say that it's an enhancement performer, you know, uh, that it helps you in any way, shape, or form in your athletic career, so I don't even know why they're bothering to test for it anymore.
2: felt bad for that dude? Yeah, they just need to fucking legalize it, but uh, yeah, so Gastelum, uh, Kamara Usman, obviously, Oh, I, you know what, that was after I stopped watching The Ultimate Fighter, I didn't realize he was a winner of a season Yeah, that was that weird Season that they did uh, American Top Team Versus the Black Zillions Oh yeah, I didn't watch that one <laughs> So it wasn't a true like fighter versus fighter cast hmm. Um, Ryan Hall, like not many people Talk to him, but like nobody wants to fight that kid
0: Yeah, yeah, his career Is pretty much fucked because of that Just because of how good he is Oh, come here, sorry, picking up a dog I don't know why she's whining at me, but that's my response
3: Hello little dog
2: so here's an interesting one. Who is the best runner-up? Fuck, I'd be having a hard time to even tell you who was the runner-up in most of those cases. Let's actually run through them. Like we have a while before the fights start again here. Sure, if you so got that access. Yeah, obviously. The, so the first season, Kenny Florian and Stefan Bonner. The so Florian had a pretty good run. Bonner was eh. Yeah. Yeah, that um, was see- that was
0: definitely his best moment. Was that fight?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you can't blame him for not being the same after that. Yeah, yeah, that was brutal. I'm I'm surprised that Forrest had that much of a career after a fight like that. Yeah, for well, he didn't have a long career after that. Like he, you could start to see some of the holes after after some of the damage he took. Yeah, very true. All uh, right, who Season else two. Season two was Luke Kumo and Brad Imes. So neither of them really did anything. No, although funny uh, funny enough, uh, I'm sure you get, most of
0: you guys know this. Luke's on the uh, forum that we're on all the time.
2: Yeah, talking about drinking pee. Drinking pee, yeah. He's an odd dude. He really is. Uh, seems like a good guy, but just uh, odd. <laughs> okay, Yeah. and so who else? Uh, season three was Ed Herman and Josh Haynes. So Herman had a little success. He he stuck around quite a while. Hey, I think didn't he fight fairly
0: recently? Still, I think I remember seeing him on a card and me going, "Holy shit, he's still fighting!"
2: Yeah, I think didn't he balloon up to like light heavyweight? Oh, really? Holy shit! Now I gotta look I, him up. I think <laughs> he I think he went up a couple weight classes. Yeah, I, um, I always like him. Uh-huh. While you're looking at that one, the next season was the comeback season. So that was uh, Chris Lytle and Patrick Cote.
0: Oh, well, there's a good example of someone having a pretty good career uh, despite
2: not winning the Ultimate Fighter, huh? Both those two guys uh, had decent careers. Well, they had decent careers before and after. Like, that was part of this being the comeback season anyway. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Oh, let's Uh, see. While you're looking for that, uh, season five, obviously the runner up there was Manny Gamburian. Problem with him is he just kept getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of that guy, to be honest with you.
0: I Some of the stuff that he did on the season five, that was season five,
2: right? Yeah, uh, Manny wasn't bad. It was fucking his cousin, douchebag Carol Parisian, that was kind <laughs> of douchebag.
0: God, wasn't that guy? That guy was such an asshole. I can't believe he'd walk into the, that the place and be like that. That's Don't bullshit. Don't you know who I am, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, despite the fact that he's quite a bit larger than Nate Diaz, Diaz was more than willing to fight him. if <laughs> It came right down to that.
2: Yeah. If we're going to do like a family war, give me a uh, Nick and Nate versus Caro and, and Manny. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, but I'm looking at uh, Herman's record. I, I can't
0: find out w- where it says what he's fighting at, uh, but he's won his last two fights as recently as November of last year and may of last year where he fought uh, Patrick Cummings and, a uh, guy whose name I'm going to mangle, Katedis I- Ibrahimov. Yeah, that's...
2: Uh, <laughs> <Tom and laughs> that, yeah, that would have had to have been at light heavyweight. Okay, yeah. Uh, but his fights before that, uh, like he lost
0: versus Tadalaway a couple of years ago, back in 2017, he he actually wrote a three-loss
2: streak and still managed to stay in. But yeah, he fought Tim Bosch before that, so it has, that has to be light heavyweight. Uh, no, Tim Bosch also went down to, uh, I think, a couple fights at 185. Oh, okay. So it might have been a middleweight then. It's hard to say. Yeah, so uh, other runners up here, we'll just kind of catch a few of them here. After Gamburian was Tommy Spear. Not much to say there. We just actually talked about C.B. Dalloway, so no need to talk there. Uh, next season was uh, Philippe Novare and uh, Vinny Magalice. Oh, wow. So Vinny's wow. a big BJJ guy, so he's yeah. still pretty pretty high level in like, sports jujitsu, but he never really came around as a fighter. No, at Anything one point say on that season. Uh, not really. I mean,
0: at one point, uh, he was, uh, training my uh, friend Roxy in jujitsu, although I think she's moved on to a different trainer at this point. Uh, and anybody that Roxanne trusts enough to train with is obviously really, really good.
2: Yeah. He's super high level as a, as a black belt. Yeah. Um, next season was that whole UK versus us. So the runners up there were Andre winner and Demarcus Johnson
0: yeah i don't remember them so it tells you what kind of career they had
2: yeah season 10 runner up brendan schaub oh. greatest comedian of all time god i mean
0: how does a person consistently fail upward like he does i mean everything he does he fails that and then moves on to something even fucking better you know i don't understand that i mean is that just me or is he, he basically failed up his entire career he became friends with the right people I guess so, man. I, uh, Joe Rogan can make your fucking career if he wants to.
2: Absolutely. Uh, next season, Chris McRae. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I don't remember him. So. Nope. Um, uh-huh. Next season, Michael Johnson. Obviously, oh. he just fought last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
0: one of those guys that's just super too inconsistent to ever make it to the top, but is actually pretty
2: skilled. And yeah, next uh, season, Ramsey Nijem. I don't really know what he did after the show. I a a little bit. I probably he I followed his career a little bit.
0: He did okay, but nothing great. Shakes.
2: Next show has to have or next season had to have had the best fucking runners up in the show's history. Hmm. T.J. Dillashaw and Dennis Bermudez. Oh wow, who won that one? John Dodson and Diego Brandao. Hmm. The runners up had much better careers. Yeah, no kidding. That <laughs> That's funny. Another good one. Next one is Ally Aquinta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's had a hell of a career, relatively speaking, considering he was a runner-up. And yeah, next one was a guy I thought actually was going to do better than he did. Uh, do you remember Mike Ricci?
0: Mike Ricci. The name sounds familiar. Yeah, but I, he didn't really do anything, did
2: he? Huh. No. Uh, next, next one was a good one. Uriah Hall. Yeah. Oh, was he? He's a runner-up. Who did he lose to?
0: Gastelum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, I didn't see that coming at all. Uh, hall looked like nobody did gasoline was the fucking last pick of that season yeah yeah and hall looked like a fucking killer throughout his the entire season you know he was just doing fucking amazing shit i thought he was gonna be the next big thing i really did
2: that fucking spinning back kick
0: Mm. jesus christ yeah that was a thing of beauty it really was all right hey ryan can you uh can you hold down the fort for about uh, 30
2: seconds to a minute i need to get some water yeah you you do that you get your water there big boy right back be careful in that Walker, fucking kitchen. My enemy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so it's interesting looking at the ultimate fighter and some of these people that uh that came through. Like I think about half the seasons the runner up ended up having a better better shot or a better run than the than the champion. Mm. Oh god Why didn't I go key? That's what I should sure did. Oh wow.
0: <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Let me put on my headphones so I can hear y'all. Sorry about that, Ryan. I'm I apologize. To the
2: fucking crash. Jesus. What happened? As you came back, it sounded like there was a giant crash. Oh, that's... Nope, that was just me. Apparently <laughs> just you sitting down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a nice chair, but it's a little squeaky at times. Oh, you gotta have a nice chair when you sit on your ass all goddamn day. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Well, th- actually, I'm lucky to have it. Um, last year... Uh, Right around January or so, the chair I was using for my computer desk broke off right at the base. So like I'm sitting in a chair, I lean slightly to the the right and the entire chair collapses. (laughs) Uh, So we went up to Office Depot to try to find a chair I could use instead. And I was just going to get a cheap one. And my wife talked me out of it. Uh, Like I think I was going to spend like $100 or $50. You You just get a cheap chair, something to sit on. And she's like, look, you sit on that thing all the fucking time. You want something more comfortable than that. And she ended up talking to me into buying like a $350 chair. Uh, so it's really, really fucking nice. <laughs>
2: it's, it's the type it is of... a good thing. Like, if you're going to sit around the computer as much as you do, you should probably have a nice chair. Yeah, yeah. I I always feel silly spending money like that when you can buy something that
0: costs a lot less and still has the same function. But Not it is... really,
2: though. So there are things to be said, like things that you're going to be sitting in for a long period or like your bed, like things like that, you shouldn't skimp on price wise. Right. So I, I had
0: that problem at work. Um, they, I have to replace our chair every few years because, um, it's the most used chair in the entire country club. Uh, everybody else, if they're sitting at a desk works an eight hour shift and goes home, uh, that chair gets in from 6am till about midnight every day. So we wear them out on a regular fucking basis. Uh, so this year we were needed a chair and they were like, ah, uh, you do it, Jay. We don't want to fuck with it. I was like, okay, what's my price point? And they told me how much they wanted me to spend. And I got a really good chair. Uh, and it's actually, it's supposed to be designed for uh, extended sitting for like radio DJs and other positions where there's always someone sitting there. Uh, and, but it's huge. It's got a really high back. It's a goddamn big ass chair. It fits me perfectly. It's actually even a little bit nicer than the one I have at home. Despite the fact that the one at home is more expensive. Uh, but every other person fucking hates it. You know, the, the, uh, my my um, boss came downstairs and said, oh, why did you get something so big? I was like, well, technically, the one I, because I, this wasn't my first choice. I was re- just going to get another one, another one of the ones I have at home for work. But they are out of stock. But I had showed my boss beforehand, this is the one I want to get. Is that fine? He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That wasn't available, so I got this one, and he's like, why is it so big? I'm like, the other chair was bigger, but it's got a really wide, deep seat. You know, uh, It fits me great. Unfortunately, it doesn't fit anybody else, <laughs> so I hear a lot of grief about it, and I'll come in the next morning, and it'll be in the corner, and it'll just be like a regular office chair or like you know, uh, um, type of chairs that you see at events, uh, uh, stacking chairs sitting there instead because the night secretary is quite a bit smaller than me. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit! Sorry, sorry, sorry. I went off on a tangent. <laughs> okay, but they're fighting, so let's uh, let's pay attention to the fight, I suppose. Yeah. So we got Song Yudong versus uh, something something Vera.
1: Right.
0: Song Yudong.
2: Hey, I think it's Vera because he's not the, the little Asian guy. <laughs> let's see who one's got. Let's see. Da, da, da. Where is Song on here? And yeah, team of bag yeah, I think uh yeah, I think Vera's first name's Aloe.
0: <laughs> uh well, let's see. Uncle Canada picked the Dong. Dalton, you picked Vera. Um Tenor picked Vera and I picked the Dong. We had a lot of split fights. Yeah, yeah, well that makes it more fun if everyone picks the same thing. It's you know you don't get any bragging rights that way. Although we, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really seen either of these dudes fight, so I was kind of just bait, picking based on records and such.
2: Yeah, I don't think I've, I've probably seen one or two fights of some of these guys, but yeah, I just, I winged it on this one. Yeah. Um. Fourth, that guy- P S N. That's Canada, isn't it? Hmm. I'm not sure. Damn Canadians running uh- a delay.
0: <laughs> um. Is that a really, really? How I want this guy, Vero guy, to turn around because I think I spotted a really horrible neck tattoo.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. There's probably yeah. a, a, quite a few questionable tattoos on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that fucker. Oh, what I can't. I don't
0: know what the fuck it is, but it's
2: ugly. Man, it's hard this... to see until it's well. It's hard to know unless you really see it up close. That could right. be a decent tattoo. It could be uh, just
0: just from there. It just looks like a big smudge. You know, um, which says something about the tattoo placement. Uh, I'm trying. We're we're trying to get a better read on his tattoos rather than watching a fight. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he's got a crown. Oh, that's really original. Uh, yeah, he has he has several questionable tattoos. Yeah, I mean, a neck tattoo basically says, "No, I don't want to work anymore." You know, it's it's uh, I can. I've seen some really ridiculous stuff like that. And I I always question what they're thinking. It's like, dude, you realize you will never get a normal job again in your life. It's good to be self-confident about your fighting career or whatever career they're in where they decide it's okay to get a neck neck tattoo. But Holy fuck. Is that a bad idea? Most of the case in most cases,
2: I think there is a little bit of a change kind of going through like business with that. You see more and more people with visible tattoos not a whole lot of like face tattoos, but like right, they do seem to be a little bit more accepted. Like, like even where I am, right, like it's a pretty traditional, like very kind of businessy type of environment. But mm-hmm. there'll be days that I wear like polos and like shit like that, and you'll be able to see kind of some of my arms. And like nobody says a word. It might have something to do with the fact that I look out of place anyway, and you're probably not going to say a word about it. But still, right, right. But there's levels to it. I mean, arm tattoos are a lot more accepted than
0: they used to be. Uh, most tattoos are a lot more accepted than they used to be. Neck tattoos aren't really accepted yet. They're, they're still seen as a sign of like a gangster or or you know just a trashy person who makes poor decisions.
2: Um, I think they're working their way because now you see like more women with like wrist tattoos and like mm-hmm. some of that stuff. Like I, I think neck tattoos are probably going to be some of the next ones to be okay really face tattoos that I don't think ever are going to be acceptable. Right. Right. Yeah. And like, I might be yeah, fuck you on your forehead. Like, y- yeah, you're not getting a job ever.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I, maybe my perception is colored by where I work. Uh, I cannot have any of my tattoos visible. Uh, I have to wear long sleeve shirts to work every day. I'm not allowed to have any of them visible. Uh, Even the the fact that some of them are right up to my wrist uh, makes it a little bit questionable. They kind of would probably wish that uh, those weren't there because, you know, like when you reach for somebody for something in a suit, your your, your sleeve will pull up a little bit and then they're visible. But I've been there long enough that they don't give me crap about that. But if I walked in there wearing a polo shirt for one day, they would send me to fuck home right away.
2: Well, and you also have to think the fact that you're working for you know the Jewish mob, right? And Jews don't exactly have the best history with tattoos. Oh, they didn't have the best history of tattoos before
0: all of that shit. You do you know that if you have tattoos, you you're not allowed to be buried in a Jewish cemetery?
2: No, I don't know. Like a lot of Jewish,
0: yeah, it's it's part as. Part of the religion, they're very anti-tattoo, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the Hitler thing, although I'm sure that didn't help. Um, yeah, they're, they're very anti-tattoo, at least the Orthodox Jews that follow the religion closely. Uh, like one of the um, members of the country club I work at was fairly upset that his daughter was getting tattoos. Uh, he, he had seen them on me before, and, and we spoke about it. Yeah. And he he's like, oh, you have a lot of them because he started asking me. So it's all and it's all right for me to show the members if they want to see it. I just can't have it exposed normally. He's like, wow, you, you can have a lot of tattoos. I'm like, well, yeah, I have a friend of mine that does them for me really cheap. He's like, yeah, don't tell my daughter that <laughs> she was really upset that she's got tattoos.
2: So they also against things like, you know, wearing linen and denim at the same time. Uh, is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs>
0: I, I follow a lot of, a lot of their traditions and stuff simply because it's part of my job. So I'm familiar with all the Jewish holidays and things like that. And a lot of the, some of the religious beliefs, but not everything. I don't know if that's a thing or not.
2: Here's a whole bunch of ridiculous Bible-y things
0: like that. Yeah. You know, and you know what? And not to go off on a tangent on religion, when we're supposed to be doing a fight companion, uh, I have almost no opinion on other people's religions because I have no proof that they're ra- wrong and I'm right. Uh, however, I do find it kind of hard to believe that God gives a shit about what you wear, what you eat, or when you eat it. Um, I see you know, all kinds of different restrictions like that for all of the religions, it's not just one of them. Almost all of them have something at least some part of the year or sometime, if not all the time, where there's stuff that they you they're not supposed to eat and i refuse to believe that there's a god up there that gives a shit if someone has bacon
2: well and there's some super weird ones like so uh one of the women i women i work with is is jewish not like super orthodox or anything but like some of the things as far as like you have to fast during the day but like once it gets dark you can eat and it's like what you see, oh, what you think God
0: can't see in the dark—that's why. You, yeah, and yeah, obviously the Muslims have a, a, a very cl-
2: a similar tradition with Ramad- Ramadan. Is that I'm saying that right? Who Who knows? Yeah, Ramadan is another. Like, I, I, I guess I just don't get it. Like, if you want to believe in, in whatever you believe in, that's awesome. Like some of these things, as far as completely altering your life, like I don't necessarily know if I get that. Right.
0: Yeah. It's like I said. I mean, I realize it's tradition passed down over generation to generation but as i mentioned i refuse to believe god cares about any of that shit if there is a god out there he just cares well about if you're a good person or not and i try to be i don't try to be a good person because i think there's a god i actually kind of think there probably isn't uh but i try to be a good person because i want to be a good person it kind of terrifies me out there what would happen if you remove religion from a lot of these people because some of them i think are only good people because god tells
2: them to be and if they didn't think they had to be they wouldn't be good people i'm just saying if i want a fucking hot pocket i'm gonna have it any time of the day or night exactly
0: uh but of course there's weirder shit out there uh i've seen a spat of wiccan and pagan stuff on my
2: facebook lately and (laughs) There's nothing more silly than that shit. <laughs> yeah. Do You just seek out like the most weird fucking people on your Facebook. To be I friend? don't know. I don't just know. So you I... can see their weird shit sometimes, but no, m- mostly it's you know, like the
0: person I'm referring to is someone I went to high school with. That I don't remember in the least bit, uh, but yeah, you I'll, know, Within the last couple of years, they're talking about, you know, how they're spiritual and, you know, and oh and all how you know, how you, you you like it when I say I'm spiritual until I'm mad then you hate that I'm a witch. I'm like, and she will actually refer to herself as a fucking witch. I'm like, oh, really, dude? <laughs> oh, I boggles my mind. Some of the shit that people will buy into. Uh, I, I feel about like astrology, like the where what time of the year you were born affects your personality. No, it doesn't. <laughs> There's lots of stupid shit out there. I, and don't get me wrong, I, I would never say a word to this person about their religion, telling them that I think it's silly or stupid or anything like that. I don't have the right to do that. Um, and I certainly wouldn't want to make someone feel bad about it. But that doesn't mean that I agree with them or I don't think it's dumb as hell.
2: It's a good point. Now, yeah, I'm with you. Like you can, As a person, you believe whatever you want to believe. I'm not going to disparage you to your face. Right. <laughs> on uh, a the podcast possibly but the second you get preachy i may you know start to call you dumb as fuck right <laughs> yeah and
0: I, i've seen some real what i thought really intelligent people go down a road that where i was thinking how can you believe that that's simply not true i mean <clears> science <throat> <Scientology. clears throat> yeah exactly i mean dude your religion was founded by a guy in the 60s who made it up to get laid i <laughs> mean. Look
2: into it, <laughs> or whatever he started, or something like that. Probably the fifties, well, but with also the same thing with Mormon, like the Book of Mormon. Goddamn,
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't, re- I can't remember which stand of a comic it was, but he said he refused to believe in a religion where his parents can go, yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's like you, you need to, you need to get a little, a little, little bit more back into the history before I start believing your shit. You, you can't
2: bring to me shit that my dad can prove wrong. <laughs> Yeah, some of that stuff. But hey, if if you want to believe in that stuff and it makes you a better human, all for it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That, as much as I think religion is silly,
0: I think religion has probably prevented lots of bad things from happening over the years.
2: That's why, if I'm going to like take anything like, that's why I have like a stone Buddha on my left arm. Like, not a religious person at all, but like some of the things that like they ascribe to. Like it's kind of helpful in everyday life.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: I, I I respect that guy
0: because he was all he was trying to do was help people.
2: Well, just the fact their whole whole thing of just like not letting anything really, you know, turn the tides too much as you as a human. Like nothing is that bad and nothing is that good. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Philosophy I can
0: get into a lot more than religion, and Buddha is more of a philosophy than a religion, really. Buddhism right. rather.
2: Um, although there's some people that take that shit too far too. There's some crazy Buddhists out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're all just crazy. Everybody's out there. Uh, so I I haven't been paying attention to this fight at all.
2: uh, Ooh, although it's violent right off the bat. Do you know, do you know who took round one? It was a pretty good fight so far. Um, Vera landed some pretty good shots. Um, little Asian guys, not bad. I don't think anybody (laughs) was in any sort of danger of losing the fight. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't really care about this fight. I've, I've been spending more time watching the screen and watching the chat box rather than watching the fight. Uh, I'm gonna roll oh, the there's joint a more good time.
2: takedown. Hmm. Come on, Dong. I picked for you. Yeah, th- you would cheer for the Dong. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't tell
0: me I hooked my horse up to the wrong Dong. Story <laughs> of your life.
2: You always just life. wanted Steve's, but uh, uh. Yep, you've been led astray. but yeah as uh, as sly mentioned
0: no no we don't really want to talk religion i I apologize for going on out on a tangent really that's that's my fault um i I, that's why i don't like talking about religion because i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings about it and i really don't have the right to hurt someone's feelings
2: yeah i will bag on the stupid parts of religion but like i said i would never i would never disparage someone for believing what they believe as long as it you know makes him a better versus a worse human.
0: Exactly. Yes yeah, sir. Speaking of better, uh this has got nothing to do with the show at all. Uh remember that bushkill blade that a uh, that the uh, the guy was uh, nice enough to send me after the whole cancer thing? Yeah, uh, I've had it for like a couple of years and I've never used it because he sent it to me with a neck sheath, which I didn't like at all. Yeah, you know, I don't want to have a neck, uh, uh, a knife hanging upside down from a sheath or uh, underneath my shirt. So it sat around. Yeah, it sat around and did nothing for a couple of years. Uh, a couple months ago on Facebook, I said, hey, does anyone know where I can get a sheath made? And one of my friends, actually, the husband of one of my friends from high school volunteer to make me one i'm like oh how much it's gonna cost he's like nothing i well, i like to practice it turns out this guy makes cosplay cosplay uh star wars stuff like he's got a whole bunch of different uh, outfits and stuff that he's made himself and he ended up whipping me out a nice little sheet for this fucker i was really happy about it
2: so speaking of kind of crazy cosplay things and this is another weird tangent you know who builds some ridiculously awesome uh cosplay outfits is a tattoo artist from the season of Ink Master I was on, uh, Angel Bauta. Really? Yeah, look this guy up. He does some crazy, crazy shit. Like uh, he had, uh, God damn it! Now I can't think of the name of the guy. So Guardians <laughs> of Galaxy, the uh, the blue guy, Drax. Uh, no, the blue guy. Oh, oh, I know like, you're talking like about the, the, whistle, bl- yeah, the whistle. Yeah, the whistle fucking arrow. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember
0: the guy's name. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, he's Chat, on the Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He's on the what Walking the fuck Dead. Is that character's name? But either way, so he did that, and he even has like the fucking uh, even has like the arrow. Oh, really? Like, it's fucking ridiculous the way that this guy did it. Shit. Do but you want to look some other stuff? Like, I think he's working on an alien one now. But yeah, if you want to I mean, uh. Uh,
0: let's see. Uh, Adam, Yo, who's got amazing fucking cosplay skills. Uh, Adam Savage from uh, Mythbusters.
2: Well, I would assume so, based on you know him just being able to build whatever the fuck he wants. yeah, yeah, do do
0: do a, do a, do a search for uh, for Adam Savage' cosplay and just go to the image section.
2: Yeah, I would, but I'm looking up uh, this angel bouts stuff to see if I can find. <laughs> uh dude, he's had some pretty impressive builds. Uh...
0: <laughs> Is that your dog?
2: Yeah, they're they're Aww. fighting up under my legs. <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's made some really impressive costumes, and like you said, because he's of his building skills, uh, he can do quite a bit more than the average person. Oh man, fucking shoulder still burns a little bit. <laughs> Oh, someone's asking questions on the thing question. The rascal is clearly an alt account and a troll. Why don't they ban him? Is this, is that a mod? I don't know why they don't ban him. I think because they're reluctant to ban people and lose the site traffic because that's where they make all their money from people, uh, uh, you know, logging in and such. So I think that he would, they would prefer not to ban somebody if they absolutely have to. Uh, I got tired. I stopped uh, clicking on his threads a long time ago. That is what I do when I find out that someone's a troll and they're just spouting b- bullshit. I don't click on their threads anymore. That's one of the reasons why I didn't like Home Slice because he insists on making a new account every three weeks or so. So every three weeks or so, I'll click on something that ends up being dumbass Home Slice shit. And I didn't realize it until I'm like halfway through the post. Uh, so now whenever i click on a post the first thing i do is glance over at who made it and what their join date is if you've if you've joined within the last three months i'm probably not going to pay attention to your shit because you're probably home slice so who are we talking about before this went into home slice uh the rascal the one you know the one that uh his stick was that you know bodybuilders were unhealthy and everyone should have like a lemur like physique oh that's fucking stupid yeah, yeah. His other big stick was that how uh you know oh, you're stupid to rent and you should be a homeowner and he, like he put everything in big caps and things like that. He I found him kind of amusing at first, but it's the same thing over and over again. So that's why I
2: stopped clicking on his shit. Finally, fucking found it. It's Yondu.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, that'd be a good one too. Uh, Michael and I, Michael Rooker. I think that's the actor's name. The first time I encountered him in a thing was he played the bad guy. No, that not the bad guy. Uh, the father of uh, the main hero's uh,
2: girlfriend for Mallrats. That was the first time I ever saw him. Uh, have, have you ever seen, seen that movie? Yeah, I guess he is. Yeah, I've seen Mallrats. I think <laughs> I've seen basically everything Kevin Smith's done, good or bad. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that.
0: <laughs> no, I I think Kevin Smith uh, made a whole bunch of good movies. Once he decided he wasn't going to do it the normal commercial way, the quality of his movies went down quite a bit. And I hate to say it, but I think it's because he's given free reign and Kevin Smith given free reign is not as good as Kevin Smith controlled by a studio.
2: So dogma, great movie, red state, amazing fucking movie. Um, was it clerks too? I I liked that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Taking back Porch Monkey was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I,
0: to me, uh, I liked all of those. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back was, to me, the first sign that maybe I was getting tired of his type of comedy because I've seen it a whole bunch of times, and every time I'm like, "Eh, it's not as good as the rest of his movies," uh, and then it goes downhill from there. Like uh, Yoga Hosers was fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> what the Red fuck State. Is that? It's a movie he made for his daughter. Uh, his daughter, his daughter, and Johnny Depp's daughter are the two main characters. And uh, let me give you an idea. One of the bad guys is Kevin Smith as a Nazi bratwurst. Yeah, that sounds fucking stupid. It was stupid, and I hate to say that because Kevin's my boy. Uh, and then like Tusk, I'd ever watched. It got really mixed reviews. It had Michael Park in it, so it couldn't be horrible because he's an amazing actor, or was he passed away? Um, but Yoga Hosers was stupid. Uh, the one after that, the, I think after that was his, uh, Jay and silent Bob reboot. And that was garbage. God, I, I, that movie was so
2: bad that I was embarrassed that I asked my wife to sit down and watch it with me 15 minutes see, into I, it. Uh, mm-hmm. See, I kind of liked it, but I think it was probably because I was half watching it. Oh, you saw the reboot then? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. I, I, think I, I got up
0: and left after 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, I can't do this, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is ruining what my memories of Kevin, uh, but it, different strokes for different folks, I imagine. Uh, but I loved his earlier work. Uh, Clerks was amazing. Uh, Mallrats was great. Clerks Two was good. Dogma was amazing. I like Chasing Amy. I'm I'm probably in the minority uh, with this crowd. Um, but I was a big fan of it.
2: Yeah, I I don't even remember that. One. I think I've seen it, and it must not have been good enough for me to remember. That was he. Now he made the movie for I think hundred and fifty thousand some little really
0: low movie amount because after mall rats bombed they didn't want to give him a budget uh it was the one where ben affleck played a comic book uh, artist and uh uh fuck what's her name the chick something adams uh played one, adams? yes she played also played a comic book artist that was a lesbian that decided to give it a shot with ben affleck as uh and try to be a straight person it was a good movie um Lots lots of emotional moments, I guess. Uh, but a lot of people didn't like it. It was very different than most of Kevin Smith's movies.
2: Yeah, that's probably why I never really got into that one. Right, right. And
0: the one I feel bad for uh, bad for Kevin about is Jersey Girl. Uh, that movie got fucking made like two pennies in the box office. But that was because a movie slightly before that, uh, Geely, Gigi, I can't, Geely, I think it was called, uh starred Ben Affleck and his uh girlfriend, wife I don't know if they ever got married at the time, Jennifer Lopez. And it was a horrible, horrible Wait, 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 movie. what?
2: Lopez? Like two Gen- pezzes?
0: Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. That's her name, right? You you <laughs> called her Lopez. Oh wait, hey, I'm ethnic. What do you want? Um, but, uh, then that was a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. So when people saw that Kevin Smith made a movie with, uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, no one was interested when in reality, Jennifer Lopez was in the first five minutes of the movie and then she dies. So really people should have loved that movie, <laughs> uh, but no one ever watched it. It was a good movie. It had a lot of, it had to get a lot of good talent in it. Uh, ben Affleck, uh, it had George Carlin in it. Uh, it had Jennifer Connelly in it uh, as uh, Ben's uh, love interest after Jennifer Lopez died. It was a it was a nice, sweet little movie. Like it should have made a bunch of money, and it didn't.
2: Oh God, damn it! What's the matter? So it's kind of like this is good and it sucks. Are you watching the fights right now? Yeah, yeah. Looks like in like the uh, so in like the old timer wing of the UFC. Like I don't know what they actually call it, but looks like they're finally inducting Kevin Randleman.
0: Okay, why is it that just, a bad thing?
2: It just sucks because he died. Oh yeah, yeah. That's God. He had such good throws.
0: Fucking hey, I can't believe he that's he what didn't... we're
2: talking about. They just showed the fedor throw. I, can, I can't. I can't believe that didn't kill fedor. Kevin Rannamo. Yeah, that was fucking, fucking amazing. amazing. The dude was, dude. He was so, so athletic. athletic. I, you know,
0: I. Yep. I seen him jump, you know, like jump up in the air, and it looked like he had fucking rocket boots. Again, <laughs> dude, the guy was really, really, uh, you know, I work. I realize we're saying athletic over and over again, but I can't say it enough.
2: No, he was like one of the first, like super athlete type of fighters. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, now they're now they're doing the sad part. God, what did he die of?
2: Oh God, what did he? I know that, like he had a couple bouts with terrible staff. Mm. Um, God, what ended up happening with him? Um, he had a heart attack. Oh, okay, that doesn't after, surprise me. After being admitted to the hospital with pneumonia, so yeah, he just he was having a rough go of it. God, people
0: don't think pneumonia is a serious disease. It fucking is. It will kill you.
2: Well, it doesn't help like the the stuff he had going on prior to that, like I said, like it, if you want to see something kind of crazy at some point, just like Google Kevin Randleman's staff oh and no I'm, just... I'm quite I'm quite aware of that <laughs> I've seen that before no, thank you uh, yeah, yeah well it looks like he had fucking a bullet hole like in his like armpit almost, yeah, yep, and like that was fucking rough, yeah, yeesh, yeah that's. I don't wish that kind of shit on anyone, really. Yeah, never met the guy, but apparently, like, with everyone that, like, met him, he was a great guy. Like, just sucks to lose people like that. Yep.
0: Meh. I'm trying to withhold judgment on those back tattoos. <laughs> the, the eyes on his back. That reminds me of a joke. Do you know that tigers have... Uh, Spots on their back of their ears that, that are supposed to emulate eyes to scare off, uh, you know, predators that are sneaking up behind them. And my first thought is, what the fuck is hunting
2: tigers? Bigger tigers?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, uh, so I, the joke was, I used to be scared of tigers. Now I'm scared of whatever the fuck it is that is hunting tigers.
2: <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Randleman was just such a, a- athletic freak. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh well, you know, we all got to go sometime. Uh, it was way before his time, but it looks like he had family that loved him. And
2: uh... Pioneer Wing—that's what they call it. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm glad, pretty... I'm glad they're. Yeah, I'm glad they're recognizing him. Like he was. I don't think it was ever really like a huge, huge deal in the UFC. Like he had, he had those huge moments in Pride yeah man I miss pride pride was fun I didn't really know about pride
0: when it was happening so I had to go back and watch the fights afterwards. And there was some great shit in there
2: yeah so Randleman was in the UFC from UFC 19 to 35 and then that's when he kind of went to pride ah uh-huh. it's crazy though god damn I didn't realize his record was as bad as it was yeah was 17 uh- and 16 Wow,
0: yeah. Barely a 50-50 fighter. Um, I, I wonder, I'd be interested to in see what most of his losses are.
2: How he was beat oh, he most times. Yeah, he had some big ones in there. So obviously the big one that I think everyone remembers was his fight with Boss in the UFC. Where Randman kept taking him down and Boss was like doing damage from the bottom. So a lot of people thought he won that fight. Uh, but Boss got the decision. Mm. So that was at UFC 20. <laughs> um, and then before before he left the UFC he lost to his last two fights in the UFC were uh, Couture and Liddell oh that's a tough two so, in like, a row no, isn't it <laughs> yeah no shame there and, uh, in Pride he lost Rampage and mm-hmm. then Sakuraba and that was like prime Sakuraba mm-hmm. Fedor obviously he lost to Ron Waterman which was a big motherfucker uh, Crow Cop and then uh, Nakamura Jesus Christ!
0: Is he fair? So basically, his problem was that he was a really athletic, pretty talented guy that get got kept on getting put up against fucking monsters
2: in the sport. Yeah, he pretty much like at least at that part of his like during his peak, he pretty much was just losing to like some of the legends of the sport. Yep, that's got to be rough. Oh well,
0: rest in peace, dude. Oh, uh, Who is this crying oh, in here? God
2: damn it. Why are they showing this? So this was they're showing. uh Goddamn. They're showing Mark Coleman's reaction okay. to watching the Randallman piece. Obviously, they were really close. Like those two were out of the same gym. God, yes. that was Coleman. Yeah. God, God, he's looking fucking old. Jesus Christ. He is old. Oh, yeah. But he's
0: what is he's in his 50s, isn't he?
2: Ah, uh, probably in there. I think a lot of it's just the fact that, you know, you're looking at looking at him with a gray beard. Right, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. God, he was fun to watch too, wasn't he? The
0: godfather of ground and pound.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, he he there there's one of those guys where, when you speak about that changed the sport.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: him and Mark Kerr. Oh, God, there's is, is a fucking sad story, isn't it? I, I watched that, Smashing that Machine. That
2: rough. Yeah, yeah.
0: That, man, that guy could have went so much further and done so much more. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you it's hard to fight addiction. Yeah, you know? and he was addicted to fucking fucked up shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Coleman's fifty six. So I mean, he's Oof. getting up there.
0: Yeah. Well, he looked like he was seventy in that shot.
2: <laughs> I my, mean, my, he's lived a fucking rough life.
0: Yeah. My very first thought was like, what is this? Uh, uh Eastman's stepdad or something. <laughs> You know? Fuck yeah. He He looks you know, a good ten or fifteen years younger, older than he actually is. Um, and from what I heard, the you know, I hate to speak bad about people. I've heard he's kind of a dick.
2: Coleman. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever met Coleman. So I Can't really say right. one way or the other. Right. Right. Um. Well, the, uh, to give him. Uh, uh, not to disparage him,
0: uh, but from what I understand, it's not that he's a dick, but that he likes to get, that he likes to drink a lot, and when he's drunk, he's kind of a dick. He's—I've never heard anyone say anything bad about him when he's sober. Ah, gotcha. Right, yeah, and you know that's that's a hard thing. Uh, I, I bet you the guy's fucking in pain all the time. Uh, some people are alcoholics because they feel like they need to. Uh, they can't, you know, get the drugs they need to deal the pain, so they just drink all the time, and it's a horrible thing for them.
2: Well, yeah, and, and Coleman went through some rough patches there. I think he's I think he's doing better these days, but yeah, there was a while that like, he wasn't doing very well either. Yeah, um, didn't he have his like hips replaced or something somewhat recently? I think I heard like something like last that, like five, ten years, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I heard something like that. I know he's had multiple surgeries over the years. Um, and it's a shame because he was in the sport when it didn't pay a lot of money, and so. I don't think he's in a really
2: good financial position, to be honest with you. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, he was at the at the beginning before there was the giant money in it. Yep. Going back to Kerr, um, isn't The Rock making a movie about him? I think I heard something about that.
0: Uh, definitely the right person to play it. Kerr was a fucking monster.
2: I don't know if he was necessarily... Well, no, I think he actually is going to star in it, yeah.
3: Hmm.
2: When the fuck is this from? Oh Jesus, this was like six months ago, this article. But yeah. 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 Oh, how tall was Kerr? Because I think uh, I think the rock might actually be too big to play
0: him. I mean, not muscular wise, but height wise.
2: Well, I mean, they'll fix that with the whole movie part. Right, right. But you know, that goes. But uh yeah, Kerr was only six
0: one. Okay, so it isn't a gigantic difference. Yeah, the rock I think is a legitimate six four or six five. But that's not such a glaring difference that it'll pull you out of the movie if you happen to know who Kerr was beforehand, I suppose.
2: Right. I mean, you're still getting at least the part right where he's just a fucking a gigantic ripped, like ridiculous looking dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I was reading. Speaking of giant dudes, I was reading an article about the the mountain today, uh, and the, the the way the thing was is is the mountain going to the NFL? And it went through all the stuff that he's done and, uh, you know. The fact that if he, would have been, if he would have been born in America instead of Iceland, he almost definitely would have been in the NFL. Uh, he was a, did professional basketball for Iceland, which is, by the way, a really small country. I never realized the population of Iceland is under 300,000 people. It's not a big island. No, uh-uh. but and they produced, uh, I think they said, like six or nine world's strongest champions. That's a pretty big percentage from uh, such a low population number.
2: Well, yeah, they were they were pretty much known as kind of like the the hotbed for World Strongest Man, right? And I guess he got offers to do the NFL, and he
0: wasn't interested because he wanted to. His dream was always to be the World's Strongest Man. And the reason the article came out is now that he's achieved that goal, uh, they they were wondering if he would be NFL material. And obviously, he would be. He's a little bit older to start than I assume. Uh, he's most too NFL. old to
2: start at this right. point.
0: Yeah, but he definitely could have done it. He had the athletic ability. Uh, he uh, he's w- moves way better than most people his size. So I think he would have had a killer NFL career.
2: Well, possibly. Like y- you have to f- try to figure out how much of his, how much of ge- his genetic potential would be there without all of the uh, all of the substances he's on. Oh yeah, and the, yeah. That's something I hadn't considered because uh, you know the NFL
0: I assume tests way better than the world's strongest
2: the well, uh, world's strongest man doesn't test
0: yeah that would be way better than yes <laughs> yeah.
2: so yeah uh, if they tested you once in the nfl for your entire career that's still a thousand percent better than world's strongest man
0: right yeah uh no I'm, i just glanced on the uh, chat box no uh, no one ever calls me jay-z <laughs> not even once ever <laughs> uh but he i think he could have done it he had to, the thing is uh when he played professional basketball, he was six, nine and weighed like two Oh five. So I think you're right. I don't think he would have, he could
2: naturally have gained anywhere near, near that amount of uh, mass. Well, and the other problem is you don't see a lot of NFL players at that height. Like some of your largest offensive linemen, you see it like six, five, six, six, somewhere in there. Um, Like Jonathan Mm -hmm. Ogden was one of the taller tackles ever. And he was, I think six, eight, Oh wow, yeah, that's tall, dude. Um, no, he was six was... Okay. Wow. Um, but, like he was like an outlier. He looked like a man amongst boys when you saw him like standing out there next to people. Your average <laughs> offensive lineman generally, you're going to see like, depending on it, your tackles are probably going to be like six two, six three ish. Your interior offensive linemen are generally closer to like six foot. Like I pretty much have the build of an NFL guard.
0: Hmm. And I, I would assume that the taller players don't do better in those positions because you need to get low for, you know, to get to tackle somebody or to block a tackle. And it'd be pretty easy for the opposition just to make basically get under you, so to speak.
2: Well, yeah, the taller you are, the harder it is to really get leverage. Mm-hmm. If you have people coming up under you constantly, unless you are a super athlete, if you're six, eight, like six, eight, six, nine. And that's going to be, that's going to be rough going.
0: Right. And that that's, <clears throat> I've mentioned that before, you know, uh, me being tall, people are like, oh, that gives you a good advantage in a fight. You have reach. I'm like, yes, it does. However, if they get inside of my reach, I'm fucked. Cause it's really easy for someone to get underneath my arms and then grab me and throw me cause they can get under my center of uh, gravity really easy. Uh, so I, I actually prefer when the couple tussles I've been, and I'd rather fight someone closer to my size. Oh, look, we got Sly calling Let me go ahead and uh, pop him on here. Hey, Sly, how you doing, boss?
1: Hey, boys, how's it going? Good. Not too bad. We're just working our way through it. (laughs) Nice, nice. So Tanner's here. Is he going to call in too?
0: He he called in earlier, but I I think he's got stuff going on right now.
1: All right, that's cool. Yeah, he was putting Uh, the kids down. Two
0: ships
1: (laughs) passing in the night, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm sure he'll be back on later especially if Homelander ends up showing up he's got to uh, log back in to give him crap
1: so I guess I'm the only one drinking tonight
2: no I'm drinking I shouldn't be but I am
1: well no uh... how many white claws no on fights
2: on <laughs> to, to limit how often I have to piss I just uh, I grab some whiskey
1: oh that, that's a good strategy
2: that way, I can just kind of sip through the night, piss every three hours, and uh, not have a pile of cans <laughs> I have to clean up in the morning. Yeah, I
0: should have went and peed, well, I should have went and pissed at our last break, but I wanted to get back up uh, running again, right away. So at some point, I'm going to have to go potty. I'm good for now, though. So Sly, how oh, are uh, you enjoy, um, Are you watching the fights with us? How are you enjoying them so yeah, far?
1: Yeah, I got to walk through like a war zone right now, and then so I might. Pause it, but maybe I'll let you guys hear a little bit of this. This, uh, this is like a several hour long fight with a whole <laughs> bunch of you know Mycheldian women over here. So hang on, I, I I I gotta get to a safe spot here. I gotta get to my safe space.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't I haven't actually seen this guy fight, but he looks like a fighter, doesn't he? Who, Eric Anders?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean he he's. I hate to say it, he's very athletic being a college football player.
1: It looks right, like he was right. the
2: underdog though. I did not know that when I made that. Yeah, my
0: pick. yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I thought I remember when he fought uh, uh, Elias. Yeah, I'm going to fuck up the guy's name. The 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 Canadian guy with the gray hair. What? Who? Uh, Elias Theodore, I can't say his name. He was a winner of the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, his nickname is the main event because he's got glorious hair, and he's the only MMA fighter ever sponsored by Perk Plus. Theodoro?
2: Theodore? Yes, that's who I'm thinking of.
0: Uh, I remember he, he, that he squeaked Thank out a split decision over that. him. Oh, yeah, we certainly can.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm... All right. Holy shit. That's like three rooms away in this big house. <laughs> It, uh, it, when it turns into Arabic is when it gets ugly. <laughs> when they speak English, it's you know civil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's watch this fight, guys. Let's see. Ah, oh. starting off for quick pace. Anyways, they they didn't really do much feeling each other out man. before they
2: started throwing bombs. Anders doesn't move that well. That's surprising to me. He's kind of plotting in huh, his movements. Ah. I... Huh. Now that you mention it, uh, he doesn't seem to be very much for the twitchy stuff, is he? Yeah, like, given his background, I I would have thought he would have been much more explosive. Like, I guess I just... Maybe he's waiting. I guess I just don't remember watching other Eric Anders fights. Like, I know I have. Like, I'm not having the recall, so maybe he just never has impressed me. That's a good possibility. I know he lost
0: a, a split decision to Elias. Or Ellis, or whatever the guy's fucking name is, I should know his name.
2: I got a fucking picture of him hanging up on my wall. <laughs> well, and, and stray, you know, kept him getting from thrown out of a UFC. Oh, did he? Yeah, apparently, and he just said, uh, it "I'll there. have to ask him about that." Story. Yeah, stray, I saved Elias from getting oh. thrown out of a UFC in Vancouver when he was doing security.
0: Oh shit, he'll have to come on and tell us that that story. Uh, I like I to do. He...
1: I hope he. I hope he calls in. I want to ask him some questions about Saint Pierre. He had some things. He was. He told us a little bit, you know, in the chat about him.
2: Well, goddamn stray. Yeah, I, I bet down. you that guy's got all yeah. kinds of stories. He
1: he knows him. He's talked to him. He's you know met him. I think he did security. He said, "Stray, are you in the chat?" Yeah. Let's or at least he, he was. Anything. I
2: mean, he just gave us the tidbit about, right. oh, there
1: we go. Five yeah. minutes. It can't be worse at his place than over here, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Damn. If they're all women.
0: <laughs> I was completely you know? surprised you guys let me gave me a pass on saying I got that dude's picture on my
2: wall, by the way. Well, that just doesn't surprise us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he used, He did a movie called uh, "The Last Hit" or something like that about a an MMA fighter who gets injured and then moves into uh, like competitive video gaming. Uh, it hasn't been released yet. Uh, but at one point, he was like doing. They were doing like that. Uh, what's that fucking called? When they, uh, it's like a GoFundMe for movies, uh, and they gave out prizes for different levels and things like that. And I told him, "Oh, I thought that's cool, but I, I, I don't have any money to help you with that." And somebody else said, hey, uh, I can't remember the circumstances, but someone else mailed in $50 under my name to the dude for the movie. Uh, so he, he sent me an 8x10 glossy of his picture on it uh, with the inscription, hey, Pastor Jay, thanks for all the advice on my hair. That's Only I asked you, him.
1: Jay. Only yeah, you. Because <laughs> that's what I asked
0: him to write because I thought that'd be funny. So that, now, So there's a picture of him on my wall thanking me for the hair care advice that I gave him. Of all things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right next to my picture. No, it's on the opposite wall from my picture of me with Puddles the Clown. So, are you what? I've met Puddles the Clown uh, uh, before. I've got a picture with him. We're almost exactly the same height. It's kind of weird, which is all, once again, shows you how false advertising works. If you look up Puddles the Clown, every single thing will tell you that he's seven feet tall. He's the same height that I am. So at the best, he's six eight.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you're like eight foot fourteen.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a tall boy, but uh, yeah, but he's about the same height.
2: But I'm not seven feet tall. Jesus, no. Once you, but and that's what they claim for him. Once on his, you get uh, to nine uh, foot uh, eleven, site. like everything is just seven foot. <laughs> yeah, It's just
1: so easier. He's just
2: rounded up. That's all.
0: People do that day, all the time. Uh
1: huh. Well let's, let's yes. you know put a little curve on this thing tonight since it's one of these special long extended you know podcasts. All
0: right. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. You're six eight. How tall yeah. is your wife? My wife
0: is five nine. So she's tall okay. for a woman.
1: Okay. Um all right. And mine is four ten. <laughs> she claims to be she claims to be four eleven. Okay, I'm six foot. So yeah. I have over a foot difference. There oh yeah, just yeah. Logist- be honest,
0: Jade. There are logistical issues. There, yes, there are. To be honest with you, uh, certain positions don't work because uh, the the parts just don't match up, so to speak. Uh, but we've worked around that over the years, so we we know what works and what doesn't at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's,
0: but that's been embarrassing in certain types because not all. all right. Yeah and, and it's been embarrassing certain times. I've went on a lot of dates before I met my wife. You know, a lot of them were like uh, from the dating websites and such. And a lot of times you don't know how tall they are. And I went on dates with somebody and had relations with a couple of them where it was almost fucking impossible. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, I, and I did yeah. have one I I did have one girl um this could sound like bragging. I know it is. But I did have one girl stop dating me because I was too big downstairs oh uh,
1: well i never saw that thread no that's on the back <laughs> no
0: I, right? I i don't think i've ever posted about that on the i might have mentioned it in passing but i'd never made a thread about that because it sounded like i was bragging
2: <laughs> yeah and that was just total bs that she gave you that was just that was her version of it's not you it's me
0: yeah, possibly. Uh, she did end up being a lesbian after that. If I, I, I hopefully I didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> so I eventually, decided that all men were too big for
1: her.
2: Yeah, that was definitely it's 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 not you, it's me.
0: Okay, well, I at least I can tell the story about how I turned some lady gay. It's not necessarily something to brag about. Yeah, that's right. She try. Well, the way I look at it, she if she realized she couldn't have me, she didn't want any man.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but she was the one that ended it. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. your your point yeah, right. does not hold muster there, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was the only time I've ever dated a stripper, by the way. Uh uh she worked at a strip club and we dated briefly. And we only I think yeah, you know, I, I knew her for quite a while through friends and uh, eventually decided she, she wanted to try dating me. So we did that a couple times and, uh, after sexy time, uh, she he was like, ah, yeah, that hurts too much. I'm like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. that. But she was the one that was interested in me in the first place. So uh, that, I didn't pursue yeah, her. Yeah. That
2: was an excuse. <laughs> well, that's not how I'm going to read it. And <laughs> yeah, the one thing you should know about strippers, Jay, they don't exactly tell the truth that often. <laughs> she stopped
0: stripping not too long after that and became a hair beautician. Of course she and, did. And of course she did, yep.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. How's this fight going, man? Who do you think's winning? Um, I thought it was relatively close, the first round. Yep. Yeah. And then you made me want to vomit, so I don't know what happened in the second so far. <laughs> Sorry. I think the moral oh. to the story is just don't date
0: strippers. You know what? That's that's a pretty good moral to the story. She was a sweetheart, and uh, I believe her when she said she wasn't making money on the side uh, doing other things, but I bet you she's the rare exception.
2: Ed, a lot of those strippers can make a shit ton of money, depending on where you are, without having to do anything crazy. Right. Yeah, I can imagine.
0: She was not one of those strippers. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah, like the one. She worked at like uh, eight miles. Go ahead. Uh, see, now, uh, all of the fancy, uh, strip clubs in my area are right on eight mile, which is the border between Wayne County and Oakland County. It's right where Detroit ends. Oakland County doesn't allow strip clubs. So all the big fancy ones are basically as close to Oakland County as they can physically be on one side of the street. It's, uh, Detroit, on the other side of the street, it's in Oakland County, various different cities. So if you drive down 8 Mile, there's all these sleazy fucking strip clubs on one side of the street, none on the other side of the street. But that's where all the fancy ones ended up. Then you get ones that are, like, tucked deeper into the Detroit that were not quite as fancy. Uh, that's one of the ones she worked at. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of surprised she got work as a stripper. I would have called her a six and a half
2: to a seven at best. Yeah, yeah see, at least the, the strip clubs that I was doing security for, like, we had girls that would actually fly in for like a month at a time from fucking Vegas, just because there is so much money from farmers.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I've been to those type of strip clubs too, where all the uh, women were stunningly beautiful and they'd have special acts flown in for, from other places and such. Yeah. But this was like,
2: uh, but like I said, the girls like, so obviously during harvest, like you wouldn't get a bunch of them because farmers are working, you know, basically sunrise to sunset. But you start getting into those winter months and farmers aren't doing a lot of work and they have just a shit ton of cash sitting around. And they're used to doing something. God damn, like those girls could make, you know, like eight to $10,000 in a night. Oof. Yeah. That's the
0: most serious value. At that point, you don't need to suck no dick to make money.
2: <laughs> well, I love those because they came in, they kept everything super professional and they would be the ones that would be like, hey, they would give me like, you know, two, three hundred bucks and, Ask if I could get someone to go out and like just grab them like things to drink or like take out or shit like that. So of course I would pocket all but a hundred and make some, you know, lackey of mine go do it. That shit worked nice. <laughs> oh yeah. And they'd be happy because they'd pocket like eighty
0: of that hundred to go and then go buy the twenty dollars worth of stuff she asked for. Exactly. <laughs> shit rolls downhill. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well this fight still seems pretty evenly matched. Uh Anders is Pretty much pushed him up against the cage the entire round. He's been he's been but working he he for was...
2: a takedown, but he's not. I don't know if he just doesn't necessarily know what he's doing. He's had underhooks, and he looks strong enough that he could throw. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a weird fight so far. Ugh, excuse me, I'll get a little yawny. Fuck are you, yawning for it. Oh. which means it's nine oh seven where you are. No, it's ten oh
0: seven where I am. We're on the same oh, one, are we? I'm Eastern nah, time, thought, yeah, we, I'm Eastern time. I thought You were central for some reason. No, no, everyone does. Uh, Michigan is just barely Eastern time, but it is Eastern time. At least it's not one of those fucked up states where they actually do like half and half. Oh, isn't that weird? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I always have to do math whenever the time zone things. I was my, uh, conference with my voiceover coach was at like three Oh five, my time but he's in California so it's 12:05 his time. So whenever he sets up an appointment with me, he tells me what time it is in central, I mean in, you know, California time because that's where he is and I have to do math. <laughs> oh no, plus 3. That's a tough one.
1: Yeah.
0: It is. No, not really. <laughs> uh, but it's still, you know, it's not something I want to screw up and call him at the wrong time. The worst is fucking
2: Arizona. Those ass- oh, those are the guys that don't bother with daylight t- that don't do daylight savings time? Right, so fucking half the year they're goddamn uh, western, or half the year they're Pacific, half the year they're mountain. That is just so weird. They're like, no, we don't want to do that. We know every other state
0: in the fucking country is doing it, but we're not going to do that. yeah Man, that's like the third time that, I tried, that dude's tried a backfist, spinning backfist. It hasn't worked out for him yet. Uh I think spinning backfist has got to be one of the lowest
2: percentage moves you can do, isn't it? on how how good you are at setting them up. So, like if you remember back before he got slow and shitty, uh, Dennis Siver used to be great at fucking setting up spinning shit. Yeah, God, he was a fun fighter to watch. He just he dropped off a cliff like in like two days or some shit like that. That's yeah, like suddenly he got old. Like out of nowhere, it's like there was no progression. It was just like prime, then old.
0: Yeah, yeah. Although he looked old during his prime, to be honest,
2: <laughs> he's one of those guys that just look old always. Yeah, he probably looked that same way when he was twenty. Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> uh, someone, uh, uh-oh, Sly- Sly's fan family's getting mad at him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not yet. No, we're just
0: listening to the background noise. <laughs>
1: Is everybody okay?
0: Oh, no, we're listening to your background noise. That's, that's what's entertaining us at the moment. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. I don't know. Do you, do you have a preference who you want to win this one? I can't even remember who I picked
2: at this point. Uh, I think most of us p- picked Anders. Uh, I think I think Tenor might have taken Jotko, which was probably the right call. Yeah, slide that background. Much. It's, it's a little much, dude.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. Is it better here?
0: No, it's actually worse.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll drop. All
0: right, I, I don't want you to drop. I, it's just the background's a little much.
1: Um,
0: yeah, I think... Let me go see what everyone picked on this one. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure I picked Anders. Right. Um, I think Tenor took Jotko. Uh, Uncle Canada, <laughs> yeah, I'm not... I think he probably went Anders, because I don't know if he could have said Jotko at that point in the podcast. No, no, it's a sweep. Everyone picked Anders. Oh, all right.
0: So, uh... God, it's still too hard for me to call.
2: Really, what uh who's winning at this point? Like, if I haven't seen e- either of them do anything, really. If Anders could just put together some more combinations, like when you see him throw three or four shots and a kick, like he's been successful. But when he's doing this, just you know, one punch then back out or one kick, like he's just he's not following up.
0: Uh, maybe he's a little gun shy because he has gotten tagged a couple times. He's fucking tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, that too. Yeah. Although, you, uh, yeah, because uh, I don't think football is the best sport for building cardio,
2: is it? No, no. Football is all about like short bursts of activity.
0: Yeah, I think someone said there's actually like 12 minutes of actual gameplay in the average
2: uh, uh, football game or some shit like that. Something like that. It still wears you the fuck out because everything you're doing is at a sprint level right
0: yeah everything's
2: at max uh maximum effort (laughs) yeah like that's the thing you'll have people argue about how like soccer they're better athletes or whatever it's like it's an entirely different thing if you take a soccer player and you ask him to dead sprint like every you know every minute you're doing like a say a a 12 second sprint they're gonna be absolutely dead Mm -hmm. but the same thing is you put a football player out on the soccer field like he's gonna be fucked within three minutes too
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. I I've always said it on the surface anyways, it seems like basketball players probably have the best cardio.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like their cardio cardio's not bad, they, but they sit quite a bit like It depends on what you consider cardio to be. Like are you talking the ability yeah. to just move around for a long period of time? Pretty are you much, talking yeah. about the, the ability to sprint and recover quickly like there's different... Oh, yeah, I guess it means different things, yeah. Yeah, like, if you take the cardio, so, like, the cardio you need to do a period of wrestling versus the cardio you need to go play a game of basketball, like, if you flop, flip-flop those people, both are going to be dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: And w- when I say uh, that I think they have the best cardio, I, I mean of, like, the big team sports and things like that. Obviously, marathon runners and almost any of the running styles are going to have amazing cardio and things like that. But uh, I always thought basketball players had to at least have a higher level of cardio than most because they're back and forth on the floor all day.
2: I mean, they do. They have, they have decent cardio, but they're also getting taken out of the game and like they're not playing the entire time. Like I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, that fight's over, and I'm glad because I really didn't see anything impressive from
0: either guy. Uh, although I will, will give the other guy credit. He was held up against defense the, the entire time and seemed very frustrated about it. But if you don't want to be held up against the fence, do something.
2: Yeah, that's that's the prevailing thought. I don't know. Joshua yep. might have won. I, I thought I saw him do relatively well a few times there, but I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Somebody won the no.
0: fight. L- yep. Looking at the chat box, uh, Stray mentioned he thinks combat sports have the best cardio. Um, he also mentioned motocross riders have ridiculous cardio. Um, NBK ninety five is saying maybe soccer or boxing. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, team evil bad guy says race car drivers, uh, have surprisingly good cardio. I don't understand why that would be.
2: Ah, you, you, well, I mean, there is like, a, you, are, there is a physical exertion to doing that shit. Like just your yeah, body, they don't, they don't ability, get, po- just your body's ability to handle that for as long as those races are like, yeah, there's something to be said there.
0: I don't know what do you think, Stray. I, I know you mentioned uh, motocross riders. Uh, I can see why then, because that's a lot more physical than race car drivers. What do you think that they have good cardio too?
3: Yeah, I've, I mean, not that I have ever raced or anything like that, but I always heard that the, those guys that did supercross were—I mean, you're controlling that bike under you. There's there's tons of power there, and it's—and they're long. Those guys go for a long period of time. So I, I don't know, but I always heard that that people would say motocross or you know supercross or whatever had just stupid cardio
2: I think out of all yeah, the I can see that because you're you, you, you... go ahead Jen
0: oh, I said I can see that because you are really just wrestling with that bike the entire time uh, it's you have to have like complete muscle control of it at all times and oh well we but all four of us missed that pick by the yeah. way yeah, yeah. now what are you going to say stray?
3: No, not, that was a boring fight. Yeah, that was not <laughs> so, great. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm going to be uh, on my best behavior here too because I'm watching the fights with my son. So I just asked him to uh, go. He's out actually hitting the heavy bag right now. He gets all, when he sees stuff like this, he'll want to go and work on, like if he sees boxing or whatever, he gets all inspired. So he'll want to go hit the bag for a bit. And If he sees soccer, he'll want to go and play with a soccer ball, so.
0: Yeah, um I can believe it. <laughs> Cause you're inspiring your kids. Uh <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. I like that.
3: Well, it's not it's not me. Actually, you know what? That's been my cardio. Like I haven't I haven't been doing a bunch of cardio, but I, I was mixing in some stuff on the bag. So it's pretty good actually. You can get creative.
0: Yeah, that'd be a fun way to do cardio. Um and I think that's necessary for a lot of people. Like for me. Uh, when I was doing cardio, it was yoga and stuff, and I, and I got interested into it. But once I got into weightlifting, uh, I don't want to do cardio at all anymore, really. I fucking hate cardio.
3: Yeah. yeah, cardio sucks. I'd rather just eat well, and if you're not taking it in, you don't have to burn it off. Yep, there you go. That's if, a good point. If if that's your goal, you know. Uh, yeah. This guy has a lot of extra energy at the end of the fight. Yeah, if you guys why, why didn't he fucking
2: use it during the fight? If you can break that <laughs> yeah, yeah. after a fucking decision, like you did not go hard
0: enough.
3: Yeah, that was the most dynamic he had been the whole fight. And he looks all
0: proud of himself now. It's like, dude, you barely got that decision. You know that, right? You should be walking yeah. down with your head down in shame. Shame.
3: Dana, Dana will not be happy with that
0: one. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, he's, he's making money signs and shit like that. It's like, no, dude, you're not getting the bonus for that shit.
3: Yeah, what is he? He's making it rain? Or that's what he's doing?
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's what yeah that's funny all right uh shit who's next barbosa uh, barbosa oh yeah this could be a fun one yeah I, he yeah he's never in a, well he's rare very rarely in a boring fight although he's getting up there too isn't he he's been
2: fighting for a long time oh, yeah he's been around for quite a while but like if if anything you see a boring fight from him it's if someone's not willing to engage or they're just trying to hold them down right Right, exactly. Which is a good idea with him. You don't want that fucker to kick you. Holy
0: shit. <laughs> Doesn't he have the record for like uh, um stoppages from kicks or something like that? Uh oh no, stoppages from leg kicks. Yeah, I think, I, I think he it. has the record for stoppages for leg kicks, yeah. Which Aldo funny, must really have funny. been in
3: that. Aldo must have had be in that conversation, hey, when Aldo used to take guys' legs out. Oh god! Well, Although was I mean, so much
2: would, fun to fight. Usually he would end the fight like from a flurry after that, so he wouldn't necessarily stop sure. him with him. But god damn, he would destroy people.
3: Remember the well, remember he mobilize guys, right? Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he, he destroyed his leg.
0: Yeah, that was a good picture the next day. It looked like a California sunrise all, all across his thigh. Holy fuck, that was fucked up. His thigh was like ballooned up to twice the size of the other one I thought he was gonna have serious problems but apparently he recovered pretty good
3: did you guys think that Geechee was beating up the front leg of uh of Tony last week it didn't it look weird I think near the end of the fight it just didn't want to it didn't want to do what his brain was telling it to do
2: oh, and that's the the no, I agree. to it right like that's why you throw those hellacious leg kicks is a guy like Tony yeah. so much of his game is kind of you know the awkward movement being able to get in and out and like when you when you get it to where he's more of a stationary target like he just fucking unloaded on him Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah they used to say that they used to say that in boxing like it's a obviously it's a different thing but guys would go to the body and you wouldn't see the effect in the first half of the fight three quarters of the fight and then in the late rounds all that body work was that investment you know and And then it starts paying off for you when guys just start slowing down and immobile, you stationary.
0: Yep. Uh, Speaking of Aldo, I think one of the greatest travesties travesties in MMA was that he was never allowed a rematch with Conor McGregor. Uh, That fight was so uh, unsatisfying for me. I didn't so much mind that he lost – i minded that he never got to do anything the fight yeah. was over in like 10 or 15 seconds and so it to me it didn't really prove anything except for that kind except that you don't want to rush in on conor mcgregor um so i would really like love to see them fight again
3: there there should have been a better fight there you know that that he i mean he, he can't all credit to conor he hammered him but there was probably a much better fight that would unfold if he if you just had a little bit different game plan at the beginning, Well, and it was such yeah. bad
2: timing never- too. Cause if you look at all though, yeah. like shortly after that is where he dropped off his peak. Like if you would have done a pretty much immediate rematch, like, yeah, you may have had fireworks and a great fight, but then two or three fights after that, it was like, it was clear that all those kind of, you know, started to get to his downslope. Yeah.
0: I, I wonder how much of that was mental by being beat by Connor.
2: I don't think it would be much mental there. Like you get caught like that so quick. Like you don't necessarily think of that as like, yeah, I truly got my ass kicked. It was like, oh, I got caught.
3: Right. Yeah,
0: yeah. The classic Liddell line.
3: <laughs> I think, I think Jose had enough of a pedigree that he could have mentally survived something like that. He'd been around a long time.
0: Right. Yeah. So it really was just a, excuse me, a decline physically. I like that dude quite a bit. He, he had such an inspiring story.
3: Oh yeah, he came from the gutters. <laughs> like, wasn't yeah. that the story with him? He just came uh-huh. from a really rough upbringing.
0: Yeah, very, very, very rough. Uh, they call, that's where he got the scars on his face and shit.
3: Yeah. Uh, um. But no
0: one likes Travis Balls.
3: That that wasn't a great. I don't think he uh, Connor was a great matchup for him though. Um. I still, I'm still shocked that you know Connor avoided a lot of wrestlers when he, when he went up against, uh, Chad Mendes, uh, we, I remember watching it. And I was with a couple of the guys and Mendez was handling him. The only thing that Connor was doing well was doing escapes. He was scrambling. He was, you know, avoiding a lot of, I guess, I think he avoided a couple subs on the ground and, but he was running. He was in a ton of trouble. And then I remember they had a scramble in the second round and, when Mendez got up, you could tell he had he he was spent, and and then Connor just destroyed him. But the wrestling and he and at least at the time, Connor was super super available for wrestlers.
2: Yep. Well, yeah, and it was, yeah, and I think if, it was too bad that there, like with Mendez, he didn't have that full camp training for. Because so you saw it, like he's not generally a guy that was going to gas out the way he did in that fight.
3: He had two weeks, I think. Yep. Not even.
0: Yep, that's what I was going to say too. I so, think that would have been a far different fight if his cardio hadn't failed him.
3: It was a well. You imagine your cardio isn't where it needs to be, and then you've probably done a really tough cut to get there. Yep. So oh, both two two strikes against you. Yep,
0: yeah. and and when was the next time he fought a good wrestler? Uh,
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they, sheltered, they sheltered him forever, even when like he should have fought Frankie early on. And they avoided Frankie, like, you know, th- they did everything to sidestep Frankie. Well, he, so yep. he's yeah, he's been was...
2: booked, like, the absolute easiest of anyone, basically, ever. Like, if you look how he got his second fucking belt after, obviously, never even attempting to, you know, defend a belt. But, like, you wait until Alvarez ends up getting a title, and uh, nothing against Eddie Alvarez, but, like he's not necessarily like one of your top tier type champions so no the no he was he a, gets a that he, belt all of a sudden oh, Connor's gonna move up right yeah
0: Connor was a good estimator of people's abilities I'll give him that and Alvarez was just championed by kind of luck almost I mean I hate to say that because like you said he is a good fighter and uh but uh he I never considered him like top level UFC caliber to be honest I love that
3: though Easy. Eddie's a he's a he's a warrior I actually have a couple of cool pieces I've got a was it Bodog or I think I've got a Bodog fight poster it's signed and he was headlining it and oh, I, nice. it's signed it's signed by all the guys I even have what am I look I'm looking at it right now I got my I've got my Bodog gloves signed by Eddie Alvarez my Bodog oh. it's a I don't think it's a like a fight it's it's I don't think it was like worn during the fight but it's a Bodog fight glove signed by him and yeah, that's a cool huh. piece.
0: Yeah, that is cool.
3: Yeah, I um, wanted him to. I wanted him to smash Connor. <laughs> I oh would have. I would have gone crazy. <laughs> that's
0: pretty cool. Oh, let's see, I think I better what, put on a sweater. It's getting cold in here.
3: What What was your guys' take on Connor after after Tony? Like, I, I I've always liked you know the classy, and I and I get the value and shit talking and and hype and fights, but I've just always thought it so cowardly to to blow a guy up and, and rain on a guy after he fought up, you know, Tony obviously didn't come out the victor there and he took a beating, but he showed a ton of heart. He, I I just don't like when Connor comes out and, and mocks guys after a big fight like that. I think it's chicken. shit. Well, yeah. And look at the different
2: results, right? So like you had the, you had, um, Habib and Tony, not necessarily on the same page, but after that fight, Eve comes out and you know congratulates Tony, you know, calls him you know like the champ that he is and everything. And then you have Connor taking the exact opposite way of doing things. Like you can just see, you know, who these people are. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Hey, hey, tenor, welcome back.
4: Uh, winning. What's going on, guys?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen in the house.
4: So what are are you guys you guys are are bagging on Connor for the way he loses or what's the deal? No,
3: no. Just just mocking guys after a war like that with with Tony, you know,
4: just. okay, so, yeah, because, you know, I came in mid uh, mid conversation and I didn't hear what you guys were saying because. Uh, what I was, what I misinterpreted the conversation to be, is that he's not a he's not a good loser, and I think Connor is one of the best losers in the game. He he, when he loses, he shows up at the press conference every time. He gives credit where credits due.
2: That's pretty much the only time you get a yeah. humble Connor is when somebody kicks his ass
0: right right <laughs> and I, I personally think that's more of his marketing value he can't say that someone kicked his ass is bad because you know he has to say they're amazing and they're great at least at first and then once he starts to get, even, once he wants to wants to rematch then all of a sudden they suck again even when he wins though he gives people credit
4: he gives them the credit as a fighter he doesn't he doesn't I like the way the guy plays his game and, and the way he wins and the way he loses. I think he does both admirably for all the shit-talking in between and, and the pre-fight stuff is, is different. But after the fight and before the fight, I think he wins and loses very, very well.
1: I'd agree,
3: uh, I'd agree with that, Tenor. I just think that he, he undermines his own credibility when he talks so much shit. And then when he wants to be sincere – you don't know. You don't really know how much weight to assign
1: it,
4: right? Well, that's the buildup. I mean, that that that's part of the game is that talking shit, that disingenuous. You know, this guy's a bum. He doesn't deserve to be in a ring with me. All that shit talk. But afterwards, that's when you get the honesty. You know, hey. when when you when you when you've shared the
0: ring and the sweat and the blood with somebody. Could you gentlemen excuse me for a second? I need
2: to go take a pill. I'll be right back. Jesus Christ, nah, it's, like, a pill. it's like the 17th piece of medication he's <laughs> taken in four hours.
3: hes I could just see him going into his blister pack. Oh, Barbosa's going to finish this. I wonder if he...
2: Oh, damn. Yeah, I wonder if Jay has like that old person pill container that has the different days on it.
3: The double, yeah, it's the doubler. <laughs> he's shot two, two packs for Saturday.
2: Oh, Jesus
4: Christ. I just took a sip of vodka. That's the pill. That's the pill I needed. It's, it's the proper medicine for a Saturday night. <laughs> I got to fucking work in the morning. No, oh, boys. they went over shooting the shit, boys? Fuck, I got to be up at shit, 4 a.m. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that so, shit. So you notice that, you notice that too, Stray. He carries that,
3: boys. Oh, boys. boys. Uh-oh. Barbosa with some hammers.
4: Oh, dude. I picked Barbosa. He's, Barbossa. Be- he's beating sure him up I did. a little
3: bit. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
4: I think I picked Yatko as well.
2: Jay lied. Then he said we were all in on uh, Anders. No, I picked Yatko. You Anders had a good
3: salad, though. Hey,
4: dude, Anders didn't fucking gas like I thought he was going to gas. How are they? How are those two in the same fucking weight class?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they looked like
4: two different a, guys.
3: He looks a lot bigger.
4: Yeah. He's thin. because if. Yeah, if you look at his so sometimes like a lot of times you you compare fighters you see their upper bodies and and one has a larger upper body, he's got traps, you know, he's got a thicker core and you're like, "Oh, that guy's way bigger." Then you look at their bottom halves and it kind of evens things out. Anders is his excuse me for being queer, but his fucking thighs, his ass, he was thicker from fucking ankle to shoulder. And I don't know how they were in the same how they weighed in the same way.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. He he has yeah, that well, classic fucking true football build of just giant everywhere.
4: Yeah, I don't know where the hell Yatko holds his weight though. Is it in his fucking bones? Because there's no there's no way you can look at those two individuals and say that they're the same weight.
3: Unless Anderson, he's Eastern European, it's in his pants. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yakko with two six
3: pound balls. I'd, Ed, Edson is ripped, hey? Like you can see it in his face. Well, his first time He's going really down weak. to 45, right? Well, there you go. I wasn't aware of that.
2: Looks like the cut isn't affecting him. He's still moving well. Obviously, it's the first, so it doesn't really tell us a whole lot of the story. But How many times has he fought in the UFC? He's been around forever. Oh, he has. He's got to be yeah. up in the 20s, doesn't he? Yeah, I would what, think so,
3: for sure. What's what's your time? What's your ticker at right now, boys? I'm at 125. Oh, God,
2: you're ahead of me. I'm at 128 now.
3: 132. Oh, by I'm the way, I'm
0: two...
3: back
2: like scoliosis.
4: I, I'm at two minutes like fucking Homelander.
0: <laughs> we're we're going to call
4: that the Homelander effect from now on. Yeah, I've got the um, Homelander effect. Where is that fucking fag anyways?
3: Hol- Home Homelander needs to be 10 seconds ahead to keep up.
4: <laughs> he's he's actually a fucking very interesting and intelligent fucking dude, man.
3: Yeah, I really he, enjoy what he calls in. He is nothing like he is in the chat. I thought he was going to be a, a maniac and then he came in. He was super low key and super intelligent.
4: He's, he's still very sharp tongue though he still doesn't hold his tongue I mean that that whole demeanor that he carries from the chat carries over into into his verbals when he's on on the call
3: mm-hmm. yeah but in the chat it's just black and white you don't you can it's like texting or emailing you can't really there's read no the inflection tongue. right yeah. you can't read the tongue yeah. so, but when <laughs> yeah. you, when you hear him speak and you realize he's just busting balls. Have you guys
4: have you guys been uh, uh, checking out uh Spliffin and DOS and those guys? They're crushing Podbean. Every fucking every every uh, podcast they go on, they're trolling the shit out of those people. The OG, <laughs> they're gonna it, trace-
2: they're, the OG itself is just gonna blow up Podbean. Like we've made this shit so <laughs> they're much more
3: popular. It. They're gonna trace it back to this show and we're all gonna get gassed. <laughs> <That's it.
4: laughs> I think it's fucking awesome because those guys, they love them though. They're, they're trolling the shit out of them, but they got fucking allies as well.
3: <laughs> well I think people probably appreciate the comedy. They know what a lot of those shows are terrible. The chats are much better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I heard a rumor that all, every other show is basically just all the other podcasters listening to each other's shows.
3: Oh well, yeah. some of those, the ones Forrest was talking about, they are, they're nuts. I went into a couple of them just to, hear what he's talking about, and they're, they're
0: <laughs> Well, I guess when you can, when you make a platform that's easy to access,
2: uh, you're going to get some interesting people, I guess. <laughs> we should do we There's should, something to be it, said
0: about having a higher threshold.
2: We should do this. Like say like Saturday nights when there's not fights, we should do our normal show from six to seven and then all pick a podcast to go into from like ah, seven I to eight, crush and just
1: <laughs> <laughs> and just do OG I like that hours. idea <laughs> No, somebody
3: and, said the other day. I was like, do- "Storming dojos, right? Dojos, just <laughs>
0: that would be oh, yeah. funny as fuck. That would be funny as fuck. Yeah, you know, we could uh, we could use the uh, thread and the OG to coordinate which ones we go to. It's like, okay, you know." It's 7 o'clock. Check the OG thread for who we're going to store them, You know, and then go on from there and shit. It's
3: like a dozen lunatics in a chat.
0: Hey, speaking
3: of uh,
4: other Podbean uh, things, did anybody catch Icy Mike with uh, Dan the Wolfman today? No, no. I did thought you? That didn't happen or, or something that went. like that. There was a
2: thread about it,
4: wasn't there? Did... Dude, that... There's a thread, but I don't know if it happened or not because I
0: was busy smoking brisket, so I didn't fucking catch it. It did happen. The thread about it was from that weirdo dude that pretends like he's a biker, uh, that basically just trolls the OG constantly anyway. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, re- re- is re- it re- Copa Preta or something? Something like yeah, that, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was the one saying, oh yeah, you know, um, Kirk and Joe Rogan shut it down and this, that, and the other. None of that ever happened. He was just making that shit up.
4: Icy I was on Icy's fucking podcast and he was being nothing but respectful to the Wolf man. He was yeah. saying he wanted no parts of fighting him. He wanted him to come on the uh, on the podcast. I mean he 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 wasn't being disrespectful at all. No, uh uh-uh. no
0: Icy Mike's a good dude. Uh I love it, whatever he calls him. He's very articulate and quick witted. A fucking guy's smart as shit, man.
3: He's a, he's a razor. Yeah. Icy
2: Mike yeah. would be a yeah. National yeah, treasure into- If He was like six inches taller.
0: <laughs> nice It's uh, funny uh,
2: yeah he's a good dude though
0: um, I, Shit, we should invite him on the show again at some point although he might be he, too big for us now you never know <laughs> he, he might be too big for you guys for sure yeah well he already had a pretty successful YouTube channel going on before he started doing this podcasting thing so I'm assuming he's probably got a fairly large audience audience a- Audience. <laughs> It's, it's not a podcast if I don't fuck up a word, okay? <laughs> Audience, is that like a tuner on rye? Tuna. <laughs> tuner. Wait, tuner. Tuner well, on he is, rye. He is wicked smart. No, <laughs> oh, this is... Uh, I haven't really been paying much attention to the fight. How's it been going? Bobo- Barbosa's Child still face. looking
2: good. Yeah. He, he
0: doesn't look old yet. I mean, I realize he's got to be 140 in fight years, but... He's still looking pretty good. So I did
2: check. This is his 23rd fight in the UFC. So yeah, he's been around. Well, I'm assuming he had uh, more before that uh, in other organizations.
3: These guys are throwing now. Hmm. This is shaping up. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. That looked like it hurt.
0: (laughs) I'll be honest with you. uh, I've seen more successful strikes from Edge. Ige? I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Egay, is that how you say that? I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, Igay, yeah. He's actually seemed to be uh, doing a little bit better uh, than uh, Barbosa, who sounds like a oh,
4: pirate. That's a, that's a pirate name. <laughs> Did you guys see Grad? Is like, when should I call in, boys?
2: boys. Uh, once he hits uh, out, oh, we uh, go, about a seven <laughs> of the uh, Stella Artois.
4: Artois, boys.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tanner actually does him pretty well. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah, but this 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 fight's been pretty action packed. They're throwing tight elbows in the clinch here.
2: guys had some slick ones in there. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick someone, I think he's winning. To be honest with you.
0: And I I'm never so thought behind. I I never thought I'd see uh, somebody winning a striking match with uh, Barbosa. I mean fuck the way to beat him is to not strike with him normally.
2: He's allowing him to get a little bit of a breather here though. So even if the uh way yeah, yeah, was he... rough for Barbosa like he's uh getting some wind back. <laughs> yeah, that was did you, he... see,
4: did you see what Grad just posted? <laughs> <Fucking> Greg.
2: <grad.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus.
4: Holy, Holy fuck. Dude, he's running the podcast from the chat. This motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that was a poor takedown. Uh, Barbosa stuffed that pretty easy. Barbosa, isn't that the name of a pirate in one of those Johnny Depp pirate movies?
2: Oh, it certainly is.
3: He's huh? not set. He's not setting that shot up very well. Mm-hmm.
2: You got to wonder if Ige may be uh, gassing a little bit. Those shots are getting pretty lazy. Yeah, that's,
0: that one was horrible, dude. Does I mean, I, I hate to talk bad about someone who's better than me at it, but does he not know how to do a takedown? Because that was fucking bullshit.
2: Well, that's the next thing we're going to see. have to see, Jay. You're going to have to drill some doubles. We're going to have to see your uh, form.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine passive Jay drilling fucking double legs? <laughs> It would break the God, internet. Yeah, I, don't,
0: I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could. I mean, I don't know if I could achieve that angle of, you know, uh, to get that I don't long know. enough to do it. I don't know if you could do a drop step, honestly. I don't know, I don't know what a you'd drop a, step is. You'd have a good sprawl. That, I think, I, yeah. Because I've actually done that, the sprawl, without knowing that's what it was a couple times when someone tried to come in and, and uh, basically lift me up and drop me. That's the only thing you can do is you know try to get you get the, uh, the good angles so that they can't do it, and mostly I wasn't successful at that either.
3: <laughs> just keep uh, them off with the job.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I am. I have decided that uh, once things get back to normal, I'm going to take some Muay Thai classes uh, just for shit's sake. You have holes. to. You have I don't to think video it.
2: Yeah. So when you go in uh, and you discuss like <laughs> memberships, things like that, and be like, hey. I I know I'm going to be new to this, so I want to kind of document my, you know, my travels through this and how things get better. So do you guys mind if I video some of these sessions? (laughs) You know what this reminds me
0: of? This reminds me of when I was in sixth grade and my middle school offered free after school classes for a whole bunch of different things. Uh, And one of the classes that they offered was free Taekwondo classes. So, yeah. So I went ahead and took those free Taekwondo classes. It lasted exactly one session, not because I didn't enjoy it, but because it turns out there's also a free photography class going on. And they decided that their job was to take pictures of me and make fun of it, because <laughs> apparently me doing Taekwondo
2: was fucking hilarious to them. And once I found out about that, I never went back. Hence why I'm saying you got a video these, this this uh, so that- Muay Thai journey. Oh god! I imagine it will be hilarious to other people. <laughs> not so much for me, but <laughs> like, just think of Jay Wait, this is round throwing me already, his isn't it? first kick. Like we've seen you run. I'm not sure if I could do. it. Yeah,
0: I I don't you know what? Punching I can do, knees I can do. I don't know if I if I can turn over my hips like you see the, for like side kicks and stuff like that. I've never you been don't able
4: need to do that, dude. If all if you had a fucking decent teep, no one could touch you in the world if you could keep somebody could. in the fucking chest i you think would, I could do you that. Would beat you would beat 99 percent of the people that ever fucking squared up with you
0: good yeah. and that'd be fun i'd like to not have to worry about getting my ass well, kicked then you, i mean i you don't could worry keep about that as part, well
2: but. with that considering you know like your teeth is going to connect from roughly 23 foot away exactly
3: <laughs> if we yeah. we could teach him this cigar front kick he'd be deadly <laughs> he, can throw it, he can throw that fucker from the other side of the cage.
0: See that sort of stuff I can do. I can do like front kicks, you know, and teeps and stuff like that. But anything that requires rotating your hip like that, for like the side kicks and the high kicks and shit like that, or even the low kicks, I've I've tried it a couple times without instruction, like just like low kicks for shits and giggles. And I can't turn my leg over. You know, I guess they call it turning the hip over, like to people seem to be able to do. Well, you're probably not. Properly opening your front hip. Yeah, I, I imagine not. I mean, I, I imagine it's all about technique, and but me trying it on my own, never any luck at all. Well, videotape that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I guess we'll do that. Yeah. No, if if you learn
4: if you learn to teep, and then like those those cheesy fucking uh, Johnny Jones bones, fucking like knee kicks, where he almost does like a lateral kick to the knee.
0: <laughs> no one could touch you, honestly. <clears throat> so good, because um, I'm, I'm against people touching me. <laughs> We've heard many times. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is round three, isn't it? That it is. Yep. Uh, okay, they still seem pretty fresh. Well, at least Barbosa does. Uh, that guy, the other guy, Iggy, I'm going to call
2: him Iggy, uh, he keeps on going for poorly planned out takedowns, Jay, which makes me think this, he's tired this of... This dude has uh-huh. a three-letter last name. How could you not get this? Well, I forgot how you guys said it was pronounced. You uh, pronounce more I think, ways uh, than there are letters.
0: Well, that's because I'm good at this shit. Uh, but, anyways, I think he, he doesn't really want to stand for Barbosa at this point. That's why he's going for those shitty takedowns. What's your count, guys? Uh, 152. 157.
2: Ooh. 231. I was 145. <laughs> God damn, we're all
4: over the place, aren't we, today? You guys are close. I'm, like, way behind. I'm Homelander-style, so we'll just call it that. (laughs) Oh, shit. Fucking Eugene. Fucking Eugene. (laughs) (laughs) I think he honestly did not like you calling him that. That's why we kept at it. I don't give a fuck. He fucking sounds like Eugene.
2: I can hear pieces (laughs) of it, like, it's not as clear as as you and Sheen, but... there you go. It's there. Well, the... the funny thing is
4: when you get him, like I've said this before, every time you bust his balls, his fucking default response is Fuck you, tenor. It's it's <laughs> it's fucking clear or it's fuck you, Ryan. It's complete it's just it's like a default. You know you got his ass when he says fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. All right. Well, uh you finally got him down.
2: See not before. on my stream. Well, yeah, but you're still watching the women's fight from the prelims.
3: <laughs> oh, Tanner's <they're... laughs> watching the chat. Yeah, he's like, he,
0: doesn't, he doesn't even give a shit about these fights, really. <laughs> not really. I, I could give a fuck less about these fights. Most of these, yeah. I mean, they're entertaining, but as far as like importance in the MMA world, most of these are not really anything to worry about. <laughs> Dude, in the grand scheme
4: of things, the chat on here is what fucking crushes this podcast. The, the chat is, is the
0: best, in my opinion. Oh, oh, I've said multiple times that I really, really wish that we could record that shit and save it. Uh, we yep. can, you'd have to have some sort of outside program that's recording your screen to do it. Uh, Podbean does not offer that, even under video level of uh, podcast. I've, I've tried to take screenshots. I'm like, this is fucking
4: weird. So I stopped. <laughs> Like te- technically yeah, yeah. I
2: could probably like run this as a YouTube live stream that would then save, but like, I don't know if we necessarily want, you know, that evidence out there. <laughs> I,
3: don't think, <laughs> I don't think you do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not
0: my, my, that's not proper. My, excuse me. That might not be the way we want to advertise our podcast. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We'll never get another so, guest again.
4: So, Stray, you got fucking trolled today, didn't you, buddy?
3: Yeah, they turned on me. What a fucking... What happened with that shit? Oh, man. I don't know. I threw up a pic of... uh, I set up my drums, which I haven't had set up since... I don't know. I was probably 20 years old. I had these drums since I was a kid. And then I hung my... I hung a painting that my my buddy who passed away gave me. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to put the drum set up and kind of in my, I'm sitting in my dude room right now. So I thought I'd put the whole thing up and I threw a picture up of it. And I just said, you you guys should have one of these in your dude room. And a couple guys just unloaded on me.
4: (laughs) That was, that was fucking unreal because anybody that's, that's been on the OG knows what you did. And you, you and your buddies did for, for chopper and they know that that was gifted to you. And, and for the, for these fucking assholes to fucking get on your case about that, I was like, I stayed out of it just simply because, A, you don't need me to fucking white knight you, and, B, I didn't want to give them any any traction to say, oh, we got you motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the best I, bet. In a lot of cases, when the people are trying to troll me nine times out of ten, I just don't respond. That That's what they're looking for.
3: One you know there's maybe they got their own shit going on right they got a well the, I think the guy they went after me it was one guy in, in particular and he I think he made like one post and got out of there and then but he's got about a thousand posts in 2 weeks on OG
2: yeah so. that pussy probably Jesus. plays the right. clarinet <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: And by clarinet, he means a big fat veiny cack.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Canadian skin, skin flute.
3: flute. <laughs> Speaking well, of Canadian skin flutes, where's Uncle Canada?
0: Yeah, it's about time for him. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't have that much time left in the fucking show. I mean, what time is it now? Uh, 11? Yeah, there's only a couple hours left. <laughs> you, know, you know, I was thinking the, the other
3: Go ahead. Go ahead sure. Okay. No, you I go. Was ahead. Just thinking the, I was thinking the other day when. Cause he seems to get her going like within a half an hour, he goes from kind of like regular grad to turbo grad. You know, it it happens quick. So I was thinking if you guys started your show an hour later, it would be fucking off the wall.
0: Yeah. Oh God. Can you imagine?
3: (laughs) Give him an hour or even a half an hour. It would just be even more on fire
0: i've often said i really wish that we we could get him a different uh, microphone or setup because he normally sounds like trash uh you know it's hard you know he breaks up a lot in this that and the other and then once i realized that i kind of don't want him to get a good microphone because then I, he's going to go off and do his own fucking show uh i firmly convinced that grad could do an entire hour just himself fucking talking about well, shit. And i mean he needs some boys
2: to shoot the shit with yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. <laughs> I, he he's a he's a beauty, and I love it because he's comfortable now, so he doesn't give a shit.
0: <laughs> well, look like Dan won. While well, we weren't paying attention, he won a split decision. Look at that shit. I think that's an appropriate call. I, that, that was yeah. a pretty close fight. It could have went either way, and he had so he had his moments. Uh, how I'm how kind he... of I'm kind of surprised that he won because uh, of all the fu- failed takedowns and shit. But I guess the the judges weren't too worried about that.
3: I think that last take down there in the last round, I think he had him down for a, at least a minute and he was putting putting some work on him. So I don't know, yeah, maybe that yeah. sealed it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good fight either way, lots of action.
3: Yeah, good. Story. I lost
2: my stream and I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Speak of the devil, guys. Don't you have ESPN tenor? No, why would I have that
0: fucking channel? Okay, guys. I I uh Grant, it was Grant be I'm H- trying to <laughs> Okay, grad. I'm trying to get you in right now. Uh, but whenever I click on it, it says a maximum of four people is allowed. the The app itself is fucking up because you obviously we don't have a maximum of four people. Um, I God can drop it. out. I let grad in. No, no, no. Give it a, Give it a second. Uh, grad, try to call in again. Let 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 the uh you've uh now that you've gotten out of that one. Well, maybe it was just a glitch. Go ahead and try again. Because
3: we are Let's not go. doing the show about grad. Let's go, grad. I'm right, looking at that empty number four call box. Right. It's it a is. it's an
0: empty box. I mean, I don't understand how they how it could not work that way. Okay, let's try so, again. Come on. Cross your fingers, guys. Here we go. Fuck. It's saying a maximum of four people. I don't know what's wrong with this fucking podcast. Fuck, fuck. he's been banned oh no that's not it well guys you know what uh we're gonna have to cut off the podcast before uh the end so that we can catch the rest of it you guys want to end this one right now at two hours and start the final part yeah let's go ahead and do that that should Maybe. probably
2: fix the fucking four limit thing too so right exactly all right
0: so folks we will i'm gonna end this and start a new one we'll see everybody in just a minute Peace. all right boys boys